Finding Home, a Mystical Memoir, by Catherine Hall Newberg, Ph.D. Copyright 2023 by Dr. Catherine Hall Newberg, Ph.D., and Books of Eden Publishing, LLC. All rights reserved. This book is based on a true story. Names of people have been changed at the behest of those represented. Dedication for all of the souls who have ever felt lost on earth. First epigraph. It was my destiny to transcribe these things. I had to transcribe these things, and in the end, I had to do it with no knowledge of them. And this is how it is for the flower that blossoms. She must become that which is written so close to her heart that for her there are no directions, only becoming, pulled along by the beauty of the light transmission within her. You may think that I am joking when I say I do not know what I am going to write, but this is how it is for the crystals and the flowers, for created things that trust in the great mystery. Ellen Elena the Silver Wheel, Lost Teachings of the Deerskin Book. Second Epigraph Hope and memory have one daughter, and her name is Art, and she has built her dwelling far from the desperate fields where men hang out their garments upon forked boughs to be banners of battle. O oh, beloved daughter of hope and memory, be with me for a little. W.B. Yeats, The Celtic Twilight Preface In the mystic tradition of the Kabbalah, which I have studied, yes, through my dreams and with teachers both here and in the beyond place, the concept of time is not linear, but vertical. Time, for them, is seen as a luminous stacking, moment upon moment, where all that has ever been, all that is, and all that ever shall be, is accessible here and now. Time, then, is mutable, subject to the whim and will of our remembrance of it. Time itself, that inexorable marcher, is revealed at last to be our servant, in thrall to our very desires. This memoir is one such product of this luminous stacking. Written in the summer and fall of 2021, when I was traveling across continental Europe and, finally, Scotland, the story you hold is woven of the unknowns of that time, the unknowns of this time, and the things that have come to pass betwixt and between. I was on a quest, you see, to find home. It has been a long quest, initiated far before the first words of this book were ever written. Perhaps you feel it, reader, as I have since I was very young, the strange and unfamiliar density of this place we call Earth, this place where people insist that a stone is a stone, that time is a tyrannical force, and that gravity is real. Perhaps you like me, have known a different earth, at a different time, when the essence of everything shone through its form, when you could whisper to water and watch as it formed living citadels to your words, 
when you commanded light as a sentient force, where beauty was the highest principle of creation. The subtle tug of these memories can make us frantic with longing and confusion. When we receive these memories, they feel so real, so much more real sometimes than the world in which we live. We feel crazy just to lift our eyes to them, and yet these memories cannot be denied. So we scrabble in the dark, in secret, groping behind the veil again and again, trying to understand the visions that come to us. So often it is like trying to grasp mist, to hold smoke. We close our hands on it and hold it aloft. See, we cry triumphantly, I have it now, behold. Then we open our empty hands and the world turns away. It is at these times that the world in which we live seems to close in on us with all of its implacable existence, demanding that we believe in laws and beliefs so contrary to our own deepest nature. How are ones such as us, the sensitive ones, the knowing ones, to find belonging in this world? For those of us stirring with remembrance of a time past and to come, a time when every living thing conferred wisdom, when beauty alone was the highest principle of creation, how are ones such as us to belong in this gritty and clamoring world that insists so often on suffering and ugliness and cruelty and derision? I have learned we must choose. We choose to believe in these subtle places, this deepest nature of our being. Against all odds, in the teeth of the storm, we must choose it. In the face of all that is, we choose beauty, we choose magic, we choose grace. It is in this continual choosing that the bonds of the world fall away and we emerge free beyond imagining in the form of our truest knowing. But first, we must choose. This freedom, it cannot be chosen for us. So, I invite you now to turn toward your visions, the ones that beckon from places unseen. They are no less real for being beyond the grasp of your physical senses. They are no less real for being seen, felt, and heard only by you. What is a fairy tale? but a story waiting to come to life. What is a myth, but possibility awaiting form? Feel them stir now within you. Watch as they rise around you, enlivened at last by your undying belief. For I tell you, reader, I have lived a fairy tale, a myth. I have brought them to earth through the very flesh of my body. I have watched them rise like citadels around me. But before we begin, there is one last thing I must say of my travels within and beyond realms. Within the far-flung reaches of my quest, I have found one thing that is always true. It is love that is the driving force of existence. It is love that brings forth the fairy tale the myth. It is love alone that confers beauty. It was ultimately love which I sought, and it was love which I found.
Is the past any less real for being mutable? Are the visions of my life any less real for being seen, heard, felt only by me? I assure you, reader, every word of this story is true. Read now and live it.